I'm Jenna, and I'm a ship fitter at Bath Ironworks. Worked here now, going on four years. I like that I'm part of something that's bigger than me, bigger than all of us, and put together we're doing something really, really cool here. <laughs> the management, politics, the big business, the money, and all. Uh, there's a lot I don't, the fact that lunch is over. <laughs> Very crowded with lots of people, dirty, smoky, dusty, lots of grit and toxic, toxic. I don't know, it's, it's been a crazy four years. Uh, oh no, I think I'm late. Hi, I'm Hopper. And I'm Heather. We are the creators of a project called Southgate Faces, in which we photographed and interviewed 65 shipbuilders at Bath Ironworks in Bath, Maine. This is a podcast about the project. Welcome to Southgate Voices podcast number three, I guess. It is. Wow. We're rolling. We really are. You weren't kidding when you said you wanted to make a podcast. Nope. (laughs) A podcast about photos. (laughs) (laughs) So Heather and I took some photos of uh, and some audio from shipbuilders here in Bath, and um, and we made a project out of this thing. We did, and it's grown popular. People, people, it has really resonated with people. It's resonated, and and for a couple of different reasons. One, I think the, one of the first ones was political. People really got interested in. It was after the election. That's why people originally got interested in it. That's why I got interested in it. Um, no, you didn't. That's not right. It is right. We started it before the election. Yes, but... And you, you weren't even sure you, like, wanted to ask any political questions after the election. And then we decided to do it. Well, all of a sudden, we... The biggest question in the world on November 3rd was... Of 2016 was... Who are the people that voted for Donald Trump? I think this is a dangerous conversation. <laughs> okay, let it, let's let it be dangerous. <laughs> and here we were. I thought we were going to talk about Jenna. We are going to talk about Jenna. Okay. But here we were in an ocean of people who voted for Donald Trump. We don't know that for sure. No, but we'll... That's from, making an assumption. But our, our interviews sort of played that played that. Our interviews that indicated that the <clears throat> shipbuilders that we spoke to after the election were optimistic about the results of the election. Yes. That's, that, is a, that is true. Okay. And that's about as much as we can say without making... A sweeping assumption. No, but, you know, we can tell by bumper, from bumper stickers and placards and things like that that were around the yard at the time that, that this is a Trump voting um, uh, place. And we'll, we'll talk more about this, but, I, okay. you know, this further sets the scene of where we are and when we are and, and what we're doing. Although Jenna, who we're going to listen to today, not exactly political at this point, I don't think so, but... Uh, well, we talked to her before the election. Right. Although, interestingly, the picture of her that I used... But the final portrait was one that we took the day after the election. Right. And I don't remember if we spoke to her again after that or not. Let's, um, 
I think casually we did. I think so. Let's uh, let's listen to some of Jenna's interview, shall we? Yes. And we are just relaxed. Oh, this is yours. Oh, thanks. <laughs> answer the questions. You can look right at me. You want to answer, smoke your cigarette. Oh, okay? oh, oh my goodness. I just want you to talk. No, no, no. Totally okay. Relax, okay. Um, can you do, can you say, I'm Jenna, I'm a blank at Bath Ironworks? Uh, I'm Jenna, and I'm a ship fitter at Bath Ironworks. You can look right at me, Jenna. Oh, okay. okay. And can you say, I've worked here X number I've of years? Worked here now, going on four years. Uh, what do you like about being a ship fitter here? Uh, I like that I'm part of something that's bigger than me, bigger than all of us, and put together we're doing something really, really cool here. What don't you like about it? <laughs> the management, politics, the big business, the money, and all. Uh, there's a lot I don't. The fact that lunch is over. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> I, this that part of the interview where, where she said the things she doesn't like. Yeah. The money, the politics, the and right. that kind of opened my eyes to the fact that Jenna, at least, had a broader sense of what's going on in the yard yeah. and the bigger picture of politics and how that plays into how many ships they get to build and, and all that stuff and how much money's involved in these things. Yeah. Right. Well, we also don't know if she's talking specifically <clears throat> about national politics or if she's talking about politics at the level of... Right. Union politics yeah, and right. things like all that. Yeah, right. All of that. Right. Right. Um, Jenna is, I don't know, I think early on, we saw Jenna walking we in and out of the gate. We saw her walking by a bunch of times. And um, we, we, and she's an interesting, she's a, a striking person. Yeah, she is. Not just being a woman in a sea of men, but she's, a, she's an interesting looking person and yeah. a, a, a good looking person. And, and also thought, someone who looked, um, who looks really different and looked different every time we saw her because, yeah. because I did photograph her twice and the two portraits are, um, you know, on two different days and the two portraits are very, very different. Yeah. She's wearing, she wears a do-rag a lot. She does wear a do-rag and, um, you know, sometimes she's got like kind of the hood up. Yeah. Um, sunglasses I'm, going, I'm invisible vibe. Yeah. And then other times she's like kind of rocking a bright blue do-rag and, Makes her blue eyes pop out, and yeah, an she's interesting person. And very. we knew we knew we had to get her involved in this. And did I tell you that I ran into her in the grocery store after we had done oh, yeah. her interview once? And um, she recognized me, and I recognized her, and we had this fun little exchange. And um, we both were kind of tickled at this idea of um, seeing each other. Out of the only context we knew each other, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, oh, you get two percent milk. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a skim girl myself, but <laughs> anyway, uh, more Jenna. Okay. <laughs> um, what's it like in the space where you're working right now? Uh, very crowded with lots of people, dirty, smoky, dusty, lots of grit and toxic, toxic. How's the crew you're with? Uh, we, we, I, I paused it there. But like, after she said that, yeah, she was like, right. toxic, toxic. And I, I didn't know what to say. I was right. like, that's oh. so awesome. And I can't wait to <laughs> At the same to time, edit this. I thought, I thought it was really interesting that, um, you know, she, she had said earlier, like the very first thing she said to us was that she is aware that she is a part of something bigger than herself and that... All, bigger than all of the individual people 
working on the project combined and that that gives her this sense of pride. Um, And then it's also coupled with this, as she says, toxic, toxic, you know, physically toxic environment that she works in. And yet she doesn't ever say that she um, doesn't like her job. Right. As a matter of fact, she doesn't quite come out and say she loves her job, but she definitely feels that sense of pride of being part of something that is bigger than herself. Yeah, she's like, yeah, this is really dirty, yeah. but it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, right, right. I don't know. It's It's been a crazy four years. What's a good day for you here? Uh, Friday at 3.30. <laughs> What's a bad day for you here? Monday, 7 o'clock, having to come here. Uh, Oh, no, I think I'm late. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jenna. Jenna, I'm thank you. <laughs> Did you hear right yeah. Come on, Jenna! Come on, that's the security guard at the gate, knowing that she is going to be 30 seconds to a minute late. Right, and describe what you know about what happens when they're too late. So what I found out somewhere, talking to somebody in um, administration at the yard, um, they are docked for even a minute uh, they are docked pay for even a, being a minute late after mm. the horn blows. Now, mm. granted, we are literally where the photo booth is set up. We are just across the street from the gate that she has to cross into. So we're maybe 100 to 200 feet. Yeah, it's uh, just, 150 feet. Yeah, it's just a quick sprint. Um, <laughs> but case. it is a sprint. And so as we were finishing her <clears throat> interview, we all heard the horn. And she says, oh, no, I think I'm late. And uh, we're like, oh, Jenna, sorry, sorry. And she sprints across the street. And just what got caught up there is a security guard going, Jenna, hurry up. Yeah, I remember not – I remember being very distressed about yeah. that. It was. I think it was the first time when we may have had an impact, right? a, a negative impact I'm causing on someone to a shipbuilder. And I remember thinking, uh, we can't do that again. Yeah, right. And after that, we were really conscious of yeah. time – and even if somebody was really talking a lot and and we were getting we were getting good shots and we were kicking them out. Well, that was that was um, that's good on you. That's basically you because I have trouble quitting. No. <laughs> I felt terrible. I know. I felt terrible. Did. If Jenna got so in you trouble, were always I was always really right in the flow, and you were like, up, 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 three yeah. minutes till the horn blows, gotta go. Yeah, um, Jenna, I thought I thought also. You know, in, in seeing her around both before and after we shot her, she seemed in, in a, the, she seemed to always have a pack. There was, yeah, right. A few people that surrounded her. I, think I don't so. want to say protected, but she was in a group all the time. Yeah, she she was. She had, she definitely had a posse. A posse. Yeah. Yeah, and that not unlike many of the shipbuilders. There were. They they tended to travel sort of in packs yeah. during lunch break. Yeah, I think so. And it's a, um, you know, and as she sort of says in there, she um, didn't like some of the people she was specifically working with in a particular yeah. place or whatever. So, um, in her case, rather than a posse that she necessarily works with, it might just be a posse of um, people that yeah. she trusts, right? Right, right. A gesture of a gesture of past the yard. Oh, yeah, just now? Yeah, just now. And I'm looking at all the faces, and they're all new, right? Yeah, right. Because um, <laughs> one of the things about our our choice of or lack of choice of the shipbuilders is that it's hard to, It's hard for them to get out from yeah. the, the far reaches of the yard. That's right. It's hard for them to get out of the gate and then back in and to where they're working. 
So unless you're working in a particular place in the yard, it's very difficult to get out. Yeah. That's why the lunch truck goes in. That goes them. in. And interestingly, um, you hear me say at the beginning of this interview, go ahead and keep smoking your cigarette or do whatever you want to do. It, it ended up being that many, not all, but many of the um, people we had access to were the smokers. That's right. And they were leaving the yard for their 30-minute lunch break primarily to smoke because they cannot smoke in the yard. Right. So we had a largely smoking subset <laughs> of shipbuilders. Which makes for um, gritty, interesting photographs. <laughs> Often it does. Not a necessarily super healthy population. Right. Right. But, well, <laughs> but I just saw all these. So I'm, I'm looking at all these new faces now. Like a lot more people have beards. Oh, right. Right. It's like it's more popular to have a beard now. Yes. So right. now we have even more bearded faces even down there. Even more bearded faces. And like I'm thinking. And I'm thinking. Oh, we should take more. So fashion trends, even, <clears throat> you know, fashion trends reach into all corners. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Even people who build ships for a living. Right. Um, anything else to say about uh, Jenna or this crazy project? Well, um, well, you, you know, open this um, presidential election can of worms. Yeah. But maybe we should sa- save that for next time. Yeah, let's talk more about the election and some of the, um, maybe what we can do is play the whole Trump clip, the tr- the whole Trump yeah. question clip. That's a good idea. Yeah, and it, it's it's out there. I think we have to we have okay. to air it, even though I don't like the way that this president is sort of taking all the air out of any everything, and I don't want to be part of that. But let's um, it, it 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 was compelling. It was that we had that we were right standing in this shipyard um, those days and, and the day after he was elected. Right, and if if we remember correctly, leading up to the two thousand election. Um, Trump came to Lisbon, That's right. Maine, just over the, the, the district line. That's right. Um, uh, the congressional district line, mm-hmm. where well, a lot very, of sh- very working class town, very working class, where a lot of shipbuilders live. That's right. In that in that area, and there's certainly a lot of shipbuilders live in the second congressional district, and and Trump won it. He did. And as he was standing in Lisbon, he said, or as he was speaking, I'm not sure if it was one or both times, but and I'll have to look this up. But I believe one he said was. Does, has anybody heard of Bath Ironworks? Mm. You know he did. Yeah, he was pandering right straight to the shipyard. That's all it took. Yeah, like I'm going to build. I'm going to have more ships built. I'm going to. I'm going to do this. That's right. And Hillary Clinton did not go to the second district. No. Nope. And in fact, Maine split our votes. We split the vote for the first time in history, I believe. I think so. We split our um, electorate vote. We did. So we'll we'll let that uh, kind of sit there and lead in to our next um, the next podcast number four. We'll try to. Get that clip of just the the Trump questions. Sounds great. And hopefully uh, uh, Jenna has made it in to work on time today after her lunch break. (laughs) That's right. Jenna, if you're out there listening to this, get back to work. (laughs) Let's do the commercials. Oh, gosh. Let's do the spots. Um, I'm not ready to do the spots. Are you? This podcast, uh, Southgate Voices, is brought to you by Heather Parrott Photography. Go for it. Heather's a commercial <laughs> photographer. Editorial, commercial, editorial, all kinds of photography. Um, you can see her website at www.heatherperryphoto.com. Correct. And a lot of examples of her work are there. She's for hire. She doesn't do weddings. Um, not because I think they're they're not awesome, but because it's really hard. You're afraid of Bridezilla. Um. Doing wedding photography no, say no more. It's is Bridezilla. very difficult, it. and I, no, no, it's not no one of my skills. No one's going to hold that against you. I am, no. www.heatherperryphoto.com. Okay. Uh, uh, Southgate Voices is also brought to you by... Swim Vacation. 
<laughs> Swim vacation is a high-end adventure travel vacation for people who love the water. Both Hopper and I run these trips, and we guide people on open water swimming adventures in where tropical we, places. Where, uh, where do you live during this week? You live on a boat in the British Virgin Islands, or in the Bahamas, or in the Ionian Sea in Greece, or, or in a private beachside home in, get ready, are you ready? Okay. Hawaii. Come on. And we go swimming every day? Every day, twice a day. And how do I find out more? www.swimvacation.com. Thank you. All photos by Heather Perry.